You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Obehave is brought to you by Swipe It. Literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. Go to SwipeIt.com. S-W-I-P-E-T-S dot com. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. How many of you listening right now wish your special pet could live a longer, healthier life? How many of you right now can name that one special heart dog or cat or other pet who has passed away but you think of each and every day? The power of pets knows no timeline. The power of pets is exactly that powerful and empowering and here to help us cope with the loss of a pet is a very special friend and author please welcome mary beth haynes welcome to the show mary beth thank you so much it is so great to be here arden all right well guess what folks mary beth just unleashed a must-have book it is called the power of pets seven effective tools to heal from pet loss now like many of you i've had to deal with the passing of several pets doing a special salute right now to Corky, Jazz, Little Guy, and Callie, who will always occupy a place in my heart. I read Mary Beth's book, and I must say that her savvy advice and specific coping tools help me, and I know they're going to help you too. So, folks, if you need to grab that box of tissues or call your little sweet pet over for a hug, do so right now. It's healing to unleash emotions and to share memories. Mary Beth Haynes is here for all of us and find out how after this commercial break. So you guys know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All behave. We'll be right back. Swipe It's a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T. Yes, a simple solution for shedding. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our guest today is author, grief consultant, and educator, Mary Beth Haynes. She's got a brilliant new book out. It's called The Power of Pets, 
Seven Effective Tools to Heal from Pet Loss. Now, I can tell that this book has truly been a labor of love for you, and it seems like you've tapped into more than 20 years of your experience in the fields of social services, crisis prevention intervention, and counseling, Mary Beth. I mean, it is a lot in this little, let me see, I'm going to count the pages. Let's see, we've got over 108 pages of good information with lots of specifics in this book. So I salute you for doing this very, very needed book, Mary Beth. Thank you. You know, this whole process, Arden, of taking this book, it actually came from a lot of my life experiences. Like you mentioned about, you know, some pets that that you have loved and, and are no longer here with you that have passed away. And, you know, the connection and the bond that you shared with them and I've had this. I mean, I've had pets in my life all my life. I've had them since the age of two. They've just been normal to me. To not have a pet in my life is something that just doesn't feel right. So when it comes to the bond and the connection and what pets mean to us, it just brought me to a point and to find my passion. You know, my father used to say when I was younger, he'd say, you know, I'm 54 years old and I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. And I remember feeling the same thing as I was growing up. And now that I'm in my 40s, I finally found what I want to do when I grow up. (laughs) Well, your dad passed on some good information. Now, it's my understanding you grew up on a hobby farm. You had what, pigs, chickens, horses, name the litany of critters that you shared growing up. And where exactly was this hobby farm? This was in a small rural community in Waynefleet, Ontario, Canada. The population was absolutely huge. It was 6,000 people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So it was quite a quite a small, small town and community. And when I was two years old, my parents decided they were going to move to this hobby farm. And they wanted to, you know, connect with we had 25 acres of land, you know, they moved my brother, my sister and I, and that's where our life really began. So we had cows, pigs, chickens, horses, goats, ducks, frogs, rabbits, of course, cats, dogs. <laughs> I could go on, you know, gerbils, hamsters, you name it. We most likely had it as a pet at one point. That sounds great. Yeah. And so you, as a child, they were some passings, I'm sure, of a special mm-hmm. critter or two. Absolutely. You know, we had many animals. And of course, living on a farm as well is different than having a a domesticated indoor animal. So, you know, the kind of the the amount of pets that had passed away was was quite, you know, happened often. And and from growing up on a farm for like, you know, from age two to age 20, when I moved out, then, uh, you know, I had the opportunity for a lot of animals. We had a, a pet cemetery actually on the farm. And to this day, my family and I still refer to it as our pet cemetery. And when we talk about it, when you hear of a pet cemetery and, or a cemetery, you may automatically think of, oh, a cemetery, you know, and it's sad and things like that. But one thing that my parents did with bringing animals into our lives is that they taught us, number one, to be responsible and the needs of the animals and to be able to take care of the animals. And they taught us that when we take care of our pets and we take care of animals, they will give back to us. And so when it came time for, you know, for example, our dog, you know, when Patches passed away, we all went as a family out to the pet cemetery and we buried Patches on our farm. 
And we had the opportunity to be sad and we had the opportunity to cry. Whatever we wanted to do, it was okay. We also took a moment to think about what was it that Patches did or what did he, you know, what was something funny that had happened that we can remember him by and celebrate his life. So it was always spinned in a, it's okay to be sad, but let's also remember the happy times as well. Before we got on the air, my producer, Mark Winter, said, time to put the fun in funeral. And it sounds funny, but actually, we do need to remember the good times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, our connections with our pets, like my message is the empowering those connections between pets and people. Pets, really, they're meant to be celebrated. They give to us many, many gifts. Like, I often say to you, you know, what gifts do your pets give to you? And a lot of times people will look at me and go, gifts? I don't, I don't. I don't get it. They don't give me gifts, <laughs> you know, and, but the thing is, is that when you look at the connection and what you have, they give you love, they give you friendship, they give you companionship, they are loyal to you, they may give you a sense of feeling of security or protection. Those are all gifts that our pets give to us. And so when we remember that and we can celebrate them when it does come time, and unfortunately, it's inevitable. I mean, pets' lifespans just are not the same as humans. So it's something we don't like to think about, but there does come a time when our pet will pass away. And when when we can remember those gifts and look at them as gifts, we can remember that even though our pet has passed, the connection and what they mean to us, that still remains and that can be celebrated. I think you said it best. You have a phrase on your website, and I do want folks after this show to dash over there. It's called powerofpets365.com. And this is one I just embraced. I thought, Mary Beth, you're a genius. You said, good grief, healing through empowerment. Mm, That says it all. That says it all. Good grief. Good grief. You know, and I think the emphasis needs to be on the word good. Exactly. Like there are so many different types of grief and loss that we'll go through in our lifetime. It could be something as losing a relationship, losing a family member, losing an item. There could be an item or an object that we're, you know, very, you know, something that means so much to us and then it becomes lost. We can actually grieve that. There's many different ways and grieving a pet is definitely one of them. Specifically when, I mean, when we think about pets, the American Animal uh, Hospital Association, that's who it was, they did a study and they said that when they asked, uh, you know, pet lovers, you know, who listens to you best? 45% of them said they're pets. And 35% of them said their spouse or significant (laughs) other, right? Like, you know, and exactly. (laughs) Another question was, if you were on a deserted island and could only choose one, you know, person or somebody to be with you, who would that be? And 50% chose their dog or cat. You know, so it just shows us right there that the power, the absolute power of pets. Like, have you heard about how pets come into schools to help children with learning disabilities learn? The children will read to the pets, right? right? Or they go into the dental office and they're having anxiety before the dental procedure and up comes the dog to lay with them on the chair. And it helps, you know, decrease anxiety. It brings up more socialization pets heal and bottom line like i it just they're so powerful in the many many gifts that they give to us in our lives it's only normal that we become so attached to them well sometimes i like to do a play of words and if you take the word healthy and you divide it up you have heal and die 
So heal thyself. Yes. And pets, pets can really do that. In your book, The Power of Pets, you cite a lot of people in the pet community, a lot of credentialed folks. And one story that I'm hoping you can share is uh, dealing with Ernie Sloan. He's a friend of ours. He's the editor of Dog Fancy and Dog Channel. Yes. I had no idea that his service dogs, Gordon and Gypsy, I knew that they did visit folks in hospitals, but 21,000 people in less than six years, that's a commitment. Absolutely. When I interviewed Ernie, so what happened was I had the foundation of this book and I had the information that I wanted to include in it. And my publisher had recommended that I connect with other organizations, people that, that are know this area and, and be able to share their expertise. And that's why I wanted to include them in my book as well. The interview I had with Ernie was phenomenal. He, first of all, is an amazing, amazing person with such an amazing heart. And he shared so much with me with Gordon and Gypsy and how the studies that he's done, like he's actually done a lot of research and study. He did a keynote on this and and the connection that we have between humans and animals. And he mentioned about Gordon and Gypsy and how they go every single week to the hospitals and they visit with people that are nearing the end of life. And he shared with me one time that there was somebody that they had visited and this person just, they had it. It was too painful to go through the experience that they were having with the disease. Their body was starting to shut down and Gordon and Gypsy came in and were able to give her some peace before she passed and she smiled and they hadn't seen a smile on her face for a long time. So Ernie was phenomenal with regards to the information that he shared and and I really wanted to be able to include that in my book. So yes, they've been doing such great work in, in a short amount of time, like you said, in the past just few years. And you do have a lot of seller folks. Dr. Marty Becker wrote the foreword, and you even got me for a quote, and I'm going to repeat what I wrote because I believe every single word I wrote as one of your testimonials. The love of a pet and for a pet is forever. When a pet passes on, our worlds can fall apart. Fortunately, we have a compassionate ally in Mary Beth Haynes. Her must-read book, The Power of Pets, delivers invaluable tools for anyone coping with the loss of a pet. And what I like about this book, Mary Beth, is you do cite studies. You do get specific advice from people who are very well schooled in their fields. And you give us specific tools. I mean, there's books out there that are like, it's okay to cry and all that. But, you know, you have seven tools. And I'm going to run through what the names are. We're not going to identify every one of them because we want people to buy your book, Mary Beth. But (laughs) you have recognition, permission, learning, personal empowerment, receiving guidance, taking action, and the gifts of many. So let's go with the recognition, the first Mm -hmm. tool. Can you give us a little bit of insight about that? Sure, I can. You know, when a pet passes away, a lot of times we get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life, social stigma. The pet community is huge and a lot of people are very understanding when a pet passes away. However, there is another part of the community that don't understand as much. They haven't had that same connection and I respect that. But sometimes you'll get the thing of, you know, well, it was just a dog, you know, you could get another one or, you know, that kind of thing. Or you maybe you should be over this by now, <laughs> you know, right. and, and it just doesn't work that way. And it's just a different type of understanding. And so when we actually recognize that healing needs to take place because we get caught up in 
the hustle and bustle of life. And we need to get our kids to, to school or to soccer and we need to get to work or to business and we need to get our groceries and things happen. And when we get caught up in that, sometimes we don't actually recognize that this is valid and that mm-hmm. this hurts. And it's a simple tool, very, very simple. It's, I mean, as you can tell, it's not a rocket science type of <laughs> tool, right? It's right. very simple. But when we recognize that, you know what? Healing does need to take place here and identify that. That's your first step. Well, all right. We're speaking with Mary Beth Haynes. She is the author of The Power of Pets, Seven Effective Tools to Heal from Loss. We're going to learn more, but we have to pay for the show. So everybody just sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Pause up. I'm Arden Moore, and I'm here to tell you about a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's Patent Pending Glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. Right, Ziki? Right, Murphy? And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T-S. A simple solution for shedding. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross, and I just did Arden Moore's show, Oh Behave, on Pet Life Radio, and I had a blast. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Oh Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Mary Beth, you're brilliant. I'm glad you're on the show. There's something that really caught my eye in your book, The Power of Pets, and it's the law of polarity. And the other day I was having kind of a pity party day, you know, and I decided what can I do to flip that 180. So explain a little bit about the law of polarity and how we can use that in coping with the loss of a pet. Well, the law of polarity was actually taught to me by my mentor. His name is Jerry Robert. And Jerry, he's the author of a book called The Millionaire Mindset. And when I think about The Millionaire Mindset and when I think about the power of pets, I'm thinking, okay, there's no correlation, right? Like one's about pets and one's about, you know, the mindset. But he talks about the law of polarity. And what he did was he shared with me something that was really interesting. And I thought, you know what, this actually can be transferred into anything in life. So although in his book, he talks about the millionaire mindset, you know, it definitely can be transferred when it comes to to grief and loss. So, you know, the law of polarity states that there's two sides to everything in nature, except gravity. So every circumstance in life has its opposite. And every situation can be seen in two ways. So if something is looked at as bad, then it holds the potential to also be good. If the situation is terrible, then it can also be fantastic when you look at it from a different point of view. So, you know, when there's up, there's down. When there's Mm -hmm. hot, there's cold, right? There's always another side to things. So when you look at the law of polarity and how it can fit into healing from pet loss, when you look at this, you have it within you to grieve the loss 
and you also have it within you to heal the loss. So when you look at it from both sides, there is that light at the end of the tunnel. You'll know that there is the sadness and the the different emotions that you go through, but you can also flip it and see that grieving actually is healing. That's really good. And that does help a lot. Now, in your book, you do have a lot of resources. You cite a lot of people. You give us some ways to maybe celebrate the passing of a pet in their life. And do you want to share? I think there was like, gosh, I think there's, I'm looking at, I think on page, starting on page 66, mm-hmm. you list, I'm going to count how many you've got. Wow, you've got a lot. You have over a dozen ways when it comes time to say goodbye. It's a personal toolbox. So you want to share a few things that might surprise people on how to either pay tribute or cope with the loss of a pet? Absolutely. And, you know, I call it your personal toolbox because that's specifically what it is. There's, you know, everybody's individual in healing. There's no magical fix or way that you should be following things. If you know of somebody that has experienced the loss of a pet and they dealt with it in in a certain way, doesn't mean that you have to deal with it in the same way. You know, you deal with it in the way that works best for you. Number one is acknowledging that it's a process. It's going Mm -hmm. to take time. So, you know, surrounding yourself with people, of course, having a support system that will support you on that. And I mean, we live in the the digital age where we have Facebook, we have social media, we don't even have to leave our house to be able to get support. So there are groups and there are people that are around, there are books, lots of different tools to be able to do that. So surround yourself with the education and the support of being able to take the next step. You know, other things that you can do as well is paying tribute to your pet. Ask yourself, what is it that my pet would want me to do? You know, think about what they did when they would make you laugh or think about what they did with their personality, their little quirks, how they would, you know, do things and and ask yourself, what would they want me to do? There's a way that you can, um, you know, go out and do things for, for the earth, like plant new trees, plant flowers, do things like that. Because when you have new growth, that tree will now grow in your pet's memory. And it will bring together that bond and connection. So you know how I mentioned before about, you know, even though our pet's no longer with us, the connection still remains in the form of their gifts. Well, what a most beautiful way of being able to grow something new, a new plant, a new flower, a tree or something like that. And as that grows, that connection is still remaining. And that's something that never, ever can be taken away. You have in your book, you have uh, the Power of Pets Ambassador Program. What is Mm -hmm. that all about? The Power of Pets Ambassadors program was when I first started writing the book, I was sharing with people what I was doing and I was getting a lot of support. So what I did was I I wanted to offer a way to recognize them and also thank them for supporting the launch of this book. And so basically what they did was they had an opportunity to provide their information to me and I, I included their information in my book, including their website. And it was just a a way of them supporting this initiative and being right on board with the celebration of the power of pets. Okay. I do want folks to check out Mary Beth Haynes' website. It's called powerofpets365.com. Tell us where you're heading. How can people get in touch with you? I know you do a lot of speaking. Mm -hmm. What's happening uh, this year for you that we can share? So we're planning right now, we're planning actually the promotional tour because the book actually just came out. So we're actually moving forward with that. People are welcome to contact me. There is a contact form on my website at uh, powerpets365.com. My email address is marybeth at 
thepowerofpets365.com and I welcome anybody to email me. We have a lot of great things in the pipe here with getting this uh, this book out here. My goal is to be able to connect with, uh, you know, charitable organizations and being able to donate a portion, being able to help pets in need. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, keep things posted and updated on my website as well. Now, we met at the Pet Sitter International Conference, right? We actually met through Dr. Marty Becker. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. That man, he is the pet matchmaker, isn't he? Oh, he really is. He really <laughs> is. Anytime that I've reached out to him with any type of communication, he's always gotten back to me right away. So willing to help. So connecting. So yeah, I was really grateful that he was able to connect us together. All right. Now you had a special cat, Kitty, who lived 20 years. Yes. Um, and so yes. before we say goodbye, let's do a little tribute to Kitty. What was that purr all about? Really, what was that purr all about? So Kitty is actually my inspiration to The Power of Pets. He is the reason why The Power of Pets was written. So, you know, as you know, I've had pets all my life. And it wasn't until Kitty's passing that made me realize that this message needs to get out there. So he had the gift of talk. So you know how when you go on... Yeah, you know how yeah. you go on YouTube and you look up talking animals and you see the animals that are talking? Kitty right. was one of them. And he would say, hello, hello. <laughs> and it was clear as day. And he sounded like a little boy. He would have this purr, this purr that would absolutely make you melt. It gave you that sense of connection, gave you that sense of love. And when I talk about the gifts that pets give to us, Kitty's gift to me was that gift of unconditional love and that purr I can you know we're talking about it right now and I can hear it still clear as day and so I send this tribute to my sweet little guy he brought us so much joy and still does and one of the things here is that if it wasn't for him this book would not be out so well power to the purr Power, power to, to the kid. purr, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you so much for being a special guest on our show. We're delighted we've had Mary Beth Haynes on the show. Please, guys, go over to powerofpets365.com. Check out what she's doing. She's doing a lot of good for all of us. And get your paws on the Power of Pets, Seven Effective Tools to Heal from Pet Loss. Mary Beth, I do salute you. And Chipper Cleo Murphy and Zeke, you remembered every one of their names of my furry <laughs> fab four. They also, in their own way, are sending you tail wags and purrs of appreciation that is wonderful thank you very much all right and we also have to salute mark winner my executive producer he is the guy that has created the entire pet life radio network we have dozens of shows we have over six million listeners from sicily to singapore to cincinnati and beyond we're global we're part of iheart radio now check us out we want more of you to come on board i'm getting close to a million listeners folks come on call your friends Call your pet pals. Get them to tune in to the O Behave Show. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. O Behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's O Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.